a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, and if you haven't been with us throughout the program, of course, you can always go check out the podcast on kslpodcast.com, and you can pick out any of the segments today. And we had some some great guests today talking on a wide range of things. We talked about the dark winter that's uh, coming for Vladimir Putin and why that is, the things that he is facing, the challenges that are going to impact that part of the world. Uh, it is going to be a challenging winter for Ukraine as well, uh, particularly in energy. We talked about the fact that Vladimir Putin has really weaponized the winter uh, for Ukrainians in terms of the kinds of attacks that are going on. Of course, we had the announcement just in the last 24 hours that uh, Russian troops are going to continue to withdraw from some of those strategic areas from Ukraine. And and Ukraine is looking at a lot of that as smoke and mirrors. They're worried it might be a trap, that uh, this may be a, a, a little bit of a feint one way or the other. Uh, but I, I think it's important to, to recognize, uh, and this is the thing that our, our guest, Colonel Sweet, pointed out, uh, and I'm going to tie this together with what's going on in Washington. Colonel Sweet said, it's what we aren't seeing that is what we need to focus on. So what he was referencing was the fact that we're seeing this withdrawal of troops from several of these key areas, and everybody seems to be focused on that. Colonel Sweet said what we aren't seeing is what's going on with those 300,000 conscripts that were called up to duty, uh, many that have been trained now and should be being integrated into the regular Russian troops. And so he says, where are they? What are they doing? Are they being staged? Are they just being thrown in as extra numbers? Are they part of some kind of strategic plan through the winter? Uh, Are we watching that? Or are we just watching the shiny object of Vladimir Putin saying, hey, we're, we're, we're pulling out of this portion of Ukraine? So that's a really important lesson for all of us when it comes to being quick to observe uh, and being aware of what's going on. Because the same thing happens in our nation's capital. Washington is the master of shiny objects. And current leadership in the House and the Senate, both the Democrats and the Republicans, uh, we often refer to them as the the four-person law firm of McConnell, McCarthy, Schumer, and Pelosi. And they're the ones really pulling the strings. And today we talked with our friend James Walner. We also talked to Kevin Kosar from AEI. And they're both looking at that saying, you know what? Those roles of leader 
in the Senate and the House have really become political positions. And that is not what they are supposed to be. They're legislative positions. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. James Walner pointed out that if you looked at Mitch McConnell and his time as minority leader and as majority leader in the Senate, there's not a lot of legislative accomplishments. In fact, what often happens, and Chuck Schumer has been part of the tag team there, both as minority leader and majority leader for the Democrats, is they get behind closed doors. They decide what's going to be done. They drop the big thousand page bill on the floor And then they tell the members, you can either vote yes or no, because we just don't have time to debate it. We we can't allow anyone to uh, put forward an amendment. And, And here's why. The leaders are focusing solely on the politics of it all, and they don't want to have their members have to take a hard vote that voters would then hold them accountable for. Because that makes re-election and maintaining a majority really hard. Because you take a vote and then suddenly you have a record. And you may have a challenger either within your party or in a general election who's going to say, Senator so-and-so voted this way on this bill. And it's much easier for the majority leader and the minority leader not to have to deal with that. It's better to maintain the status quo than it is to advance good public policy and pass the kinds of bills that will deliver it. And the same thing is true on the House side. Speaker of the House, the minority leader, it's about politics. Committee assignments in the House are often divvied up by who will commit to raise the most money for everyone's re-election. That's not the way it's supposed to be. This, these are supposed to be legislative positions, not political positions. It's legislation that they're supposed to be about. And we've gotten so far away from that that here's what you really have to be aware of. So the Republicans are going to get together next week and decide who they want to put forward to be the Speaker of the House. The Democrats are going to wait a couple weeks, November 30th. So the brand new members of Congress won't even know how to get from their offices to the Capitol in that maze underneath. And they're going to have to vote on what will decide whether or not they get to be legislators or political pawns for the next two years. And that is by design. Because the result that the leaders of both parties want is political control rather than legislative process. If we can't get back to the process, these positions are the wrong positions because they're not exerting any kind of leadership. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today here on KSL News Radio. And as always, as you go out into the world today, 
Make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something today that'll make a difference. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.